TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, is sometimes cynical and negative world. 98PXY dares to feel good. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. This is Moose and Breezy's Vibe Check. Yeah. PXY Mornings on the number one hit music station. 98PXY. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Like, what's the vibes this morning? Vibes. The vibe check is on PXY mornings. You got Moose and Brazy. Good morning. Good morning. 585-252-9800. You guys know the drill. Texts are coming in this morning. 982 to be exact. Breeze, mm-hmm. give me the top three. Nora's here. What's up, Nora? What up, Queen? Queen. Um, I'm in my good vibes because it's payday. What? Uh, Wednesday? Oh, that's interesting. Nice. I'm getting my nails done. Oh, that's where the paycheck's going. Is she getting paid from her job or from her boyfriend? Mm, she gets an allowance each week from the her. The lawyer boyfriend. Her lawyer boyfriend, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. I love to see it. Um, this person's pissed. Said, whatever happened to the second pair of Drake tickets? I have no idea. I have no idea what you're saying. Well, we talked to corporate about that, and they're like, oh, we can't swing it. I'm like, we already told people we we're going to do it. They're like, we just can't swing it. I'm like, well, why, why did you tell us then? I have a feeling that like when we get closer to the show in February or 
it's possible. Yeah, I just well, hate when they uh, over promise and under deliver because then we look stupid. I mean, yeah. but that's a daily thing. What are you going to do? Fully. We just won't be saying anything until it's in the computer next time. Um, who else is here? Sarah. What's up, Sarah? Hi, Sarah. Sarah says, good morning, Moose and Breezy. I am elated this morning. I went and saw Annie last night, and it was one of the best productions I've ever seen. <sighs> you went too, huh? I did. How was it, in your opinion? Loved it? It was absolutely the best. So I don't know if anybody really knows this about me or not, but I was an Annie stan growing up. You I had a birthday party themed Annie. I dressed up in her dress. Um, I watched the movie every day. Mm-hmm. I reenacted the movie, especially with those home videos coming out. I would force all of so all six of my cousins to do Hard Knock Life with me. And reenact it and have my dad record it. Uh, I was a performer at such a young age. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you probably crushed it. I always did it for the bit. Easy Street. Oh, yeah. Easy Street. My mom made fake mustaches for my boy cousins. Take the baseball um, now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, this is you. Why don't you take it home, Brace? Uh-huh. Uh, uh, okay. Knock life uh-huh. for us. It's a hard knock life. Did you oh, like this better than Frozen so when bad. you saw that? Um, very different. <clears throat> very yeah. different. Couldn't be more different. Who played Daddy Warbucks? Oh my God! Somebody who was The Rock. Like, yeah, right. Somebody who was really good. Yeah. He was bald. He had the whole thing. Um, I, I just think the production value is way different. Like Frozen had way more production value because it's a Disney magical Broadway show. I mean, I went and saw Frozen twice. That's how much I loved it. Yeah, so, yeah. But if you haven't seen Annie yet, Ten Ten would recommend. Um, it was a good show. It was good. a great show, actually. Good. I'm glad you saw it. Yeah. You vibes? Vibes are up. I had an interesting day yesterday. I just I didn't do a whole lot. Like I walked two miles up and down Park Ave, and it was a very windy day for that. But I just wanted to walk. Yeah, we told you that. And then I went to the George Eastman house. I walked through the museum a little bit because they have all of the gingerbread homes up this time of year. So I checked those out. Then I went home. I watched Home Alone 1. I watched Home Alone 2. And then I watched The Grinch That Stole Christmas. And then I watched A Christmas Carol. And then I was like, next thing I know, it's 7 p.m. I'm like, oh. How'd you do all that yesterday? I didn't have a lot on the schedule yesterday. We'll say that. There was not, and I'm, you know me, I'm typically not somebody that does that because I get anxious when sure. I'm sitting for too long. I got to get up and move. And for whatever reason, I just feel, felt like I needed it. So then that's great. So busier day today, but um, vibes are up. So do you keep a running list in your phone of things you have to do that day or is that just me? No, I don't. Oh. I don't. If I, I have my calendar, there's stuff in my calendar, but mm, I don't have a not checklist. Friendly. I don't have a checklist. I'm like, hey, two o'clock, you got this. At three, you have to do this. Mm. So I rely on my calendar. I get that. Um, coming up, you guys, for the big story of the day this morning, the parents of missing RIT student Matthew Grant, who went missing from his home in Henrietta on November 20th, his parents are saying that right now um, the investigation seems to be at a roadblock. So I'm going to give you all the details 
on uh, what they're looking for and where they go from here. Coming up next for the big story of the day, thank you for all the vibes this morning. You got yeah. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. The number one hit music station. 98 PXY. Post Malone on PXY Mornings. You got Moose and Breezy, the parents of missing RIT student who's been missing since November 20th already. Where are we at? Almost a month. Mm -hmm. Says the investigation has hit a roadblock. Matthew Grant went missing from his home in Henrietta on the 20th last month, last month, and he was last spotted on, I know we talked about this, a surveillance video at Love's Gas Station. This was in Seneca County on the night he disappeared. And his parents, Mark and Nancy Grant, say roadside security footage has been held up in the legal system for the last two weeks. Apparently, there's the worry that we might infringe on somebody else's rights at 12.50 in the morning on the interstate when probably the only vehicle that's going to be seen is his son. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're working hard, but there's they're working. I mean, there's no doubt they're working hard. We know that. But without that information... It's really, really hard to get a pinpoint on where to look. Did he go north? Did he go south? They can't figure that out. So the Monroe County Sheriff's Office says Matthew was last seen wearing a green jacket, blue jeans, driving a gray Jeep Cherokee with Michigan's license plate number ESR8141. This is just odd. Uh, Obviously, if you have info, please, you know, they're asking you to contact 911, but... Prior to this happening, he tells his roommates, hey, I, I'm I'm heading out to go see a girl I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. And then that girl gets a hold of his friends and was like, we had no plans to meet up. I've been trying to get in touch with him. Right. Which and is not good. He tells his father a couple days before he takes off that he was robbed. Uh, his wallet was stolen or what, what have you. And his father's like, I don't know. I, I'm just not able right now to kind of put the pieces together and neither are we right so we're really hoping that uh matthew was located when that's going to be time will tell um but it's unfortunate to hear the investigation has hit a roadblock because we're really hoping for better news it's unfortunate like his parents obviously came here from yeah, across the country. Well, right, because he is a but, Michigan local. Right. Yeah, and he's going to RIT. So they've so, been searching um, every square inch of high and low. Yeah, from Rochester all the way up to Syracuse to Watertown. They went there. They've checked every ravine to see if a Jeep could have gone off trail on its side of the road, what have you. But uh, as of right now, still no luck. It's never a great thing when Rochester ends up on a list, for the most part. I mean, the last couple of lists we've ended up on yeah. is not great. Radius City, things of that nature, not good. Um, Better news, though? Things are looking up. As Annie would <laughs> I say, like, I hope the you would say that tomorrow. Yeah. The Flower City is being recognized for its friendly atmosphere. A new Reader's Choice Survey Award was awarded to Rochester, New York, as the second friendliest city in the United States. The city reports that the um, historical sites, restaurant, and incredible museum, museums is the main attraction. Sure. Aside from its friendly population, we fell just behind Greenville, South Carolina, 
But Rochester is number two. That's um, really good. Who is making these lists? That's what I'm saying. How do they calculate? Do they send a guy here and just see how many people you, like, are offer a know, helping hand or smile or right. say hi? I do like that we're on this list, but I do too. I think it's great. There's a lot of other lists that we're on that kind of counter. Well, six months ago is like that. most dangerous cities to live in. Yeah, Rochester, so. fifteen. Show sure. that's great. <laughs> but they are the friendliest when they kill you. They they are they do have a smile. If they're on not their face. killing you, they so. will shake your hand. Um, coming up on the show, mom, dads, what do you want for Christmas? You know, that's the question we're all asking, and. If you're listening to this right now and you're kind of spiraling or panicking because you don't know what to get your parent, don't worry. You're not alone. I'm not going to say we have any suggestions, but I will say you're not alone. Okay. We'll we'll talk about it coming up next on PXY. PXY mornings, you got Moose and Breezy. Welcome back, you guys. Uh, This is a tough one because we've all been there. Mm -hmm. All of us. I go through it every single year with my parents. And the question that I ask them is, what are your interests? <laughs> what's, like, what's a hobby of yours that you like? Dad, what do you want for Christmas? And his ah. response, well, it's hard to get a man who already has everything. Absolutely. We're all feeling that pressure right now with the holidays swiftly approaching us. I mean, Christmas, goodness. I mean, we're full-blown in Hanukkah right now. Christmas is less than two weeks away. And um, we are shopping. We're buying. We're moving. We're grooving. And I know you're like me or like us, I should say, if the hardest people on your list is hands down your parents with no questions asked. In my case specifically, it's my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you said, what do you get the man who has everything, you know? What do you get the man who has supported you and hasn't asked for a dime back in 30 years? No, but it's the same thing. It's like, dad, what, what can I get you? He's like, huh? Yeah, I just want my kids to be happy and uh, like cut the crap we're all on prozac so that's not gonna happen yeah not to um, mention he, the only thing he truly does want because it's the only thing he's he ever does he wants to get a cup of coffee and walk home depot for four hours it's like yeah that's it sure i'm like okay that's fine. and one would say like well why don't you just ask why don't you just ask your dad why don't you just ask your mom but i guess like what i'm saying is sometimes that's almost harder um you know i'm <laughs> I'm not even like going to ask my dad this year because it's the same thing every single year. Hey, dad, what do you want for Christmas? I, I, I don't need anything. Just just save your money. That's what I want for Christmas. I want you to save your money. Okay. But the thing about it is... Save it's like, your money. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no problem. He's like, I want you to save your money. But the thing about it is not getting him a gift is not an option. You know what I mean? Like, I'd look like a... Dick. Oh my God! You can't do that. You got to get your. You got to get your old man again. Right. And I've tried that many. So years. it just leaves me in this trapeze act that I'm like, what are we to do? You know, one year I was just like, screw it. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna throw some darts here, blindfolded, see if they stick. So I went to Costco. Right. And I got my old man a Philips Sonicare toothbrush, <laughs> and I got him a Fitbit. And those are like not cheap gifts. No, I, you know, I was trying to make a splash. Right. Um, for all the years I was sure. broke and couldn't sure. get him anything, right. I'm like, here's a, here's a nice tie clip. It's like, I don't like, know, okay. like feel- that I made out of origami. <laughs> what? He's like, oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you so much. They don't want anything. 
But when I specifically go out of my way to get him a gift and they open it, he's like, ah, oh, yeah, why didn't you? This. Why, your, why, why'd you waste your money on save this? Your money. It's like, oh, so you don't like it? Okay. <laughs> save your I'll money. I'll use it. I'll take the Fitbit. And then your mom, like, you know, I mean, in your case specifically, your mom's like, let's all just kind of cruise or feed a soup kitchen. One or the since other. Since 94. She's been saying it so every we, year since why? 94. You know, let's just take a family cruise. We're going to go on a cruise this year. No presents. Nobody get gifts for anybody. We're just going to take a nice family cruise. How many times have you, you know, set sail on Carnival? Never. I've been packing my bags since 94. I'm like, no, no cruise. Yeah, no cruise. But, you know, the thing about my mom, too, is at least she goes out of her way. Like last week, she sent me a list of things on Amazon that she would like. But I, I stop over the house on Monday and she's like, what do you want this holiday? You got to give me some ideas. I said, honestly, Ma, I said... I don't know. You're like, where I, were you last month when I was moving into my apartment? You know what I mean? I have everything I need. If there's something I, I needed, I've already bought it. I was like, yeah. you know, I would love some I would love some K pods for my Keurig. I, I drink I go through a lot of coffee. Sure. She's like, That's it? I'm like, I I don't know what you want me to tell you. I, I don't know. It's uh, also like a delicate balance. PlayStation like, five. Like, I don't know. Give me a Nintendo Wii. Um <laughs> My mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? And same type of boat. And then like, I was just started reeling about it. And I was like, well, I'm, I need this and I want that. And so then I gave her a list. She's like, okay, you're done. It's done. I asked for three things. Mind you, they were pretty expensive things, but oh, I'm, I sure I'm like, were. buy my flight to Nashville. You know what I mean? Like, I just wish parents were a little bit more helpful when you ask them. They're hey, just not. it's really tough. And you know, maybe there's some parents, uh, you know, who have no problem shooting their kids a list of 20 things and 20 items that they really want. It's just not like that with my fam. It's difficult. I never know what to get them. And not just Christmas, birthdays, anniversaries, anything. You know what? It's really disheartening also because when they sit there and they're like, I don't want anything. And they play all like, you know, damsel in distress over it. And then they end up getting a coupon book. One free foot rub, and then they're just, their face goes white. It's like, well, what did you expect? You know, my dad's been holding this over my head for years. What did you expect? He will not hint, he will not give you any hints on anything he wants. And when you go out of your way to get him something, and it was one thing, he's like, it's just, that's the job of being a father. Your mother gets everything she needs. That's all right, though. That's fine. That skill trip. He'll hold right. it over your head. It's like, wait, like, yeah, what I are you going to do? I asked what you wanted, and you said nothing. I got one thing. What are you going to do? I got him, like, one year, I got him a DVD of, like, all the World Cup highlights. <laughs> Which seems like something that's right up his alley. Yeah, but it was like... Mind you, the fact that you had no DVD player in the house. But No, no DVD player no. at all. None, none at all. No. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to stick with the, like, the every year. I get him like a $150 gift card to Home Depot mm-hmm. and a bunch of scratch-offs. Sure. Cause it's I, like I, the most dad gift possible. Dad-coded thing ever. And then I have my brother texting me. He's like, what do I get mom and dad for Christmas? I'm like, I can barely figure it out. Why are Don't come to me. So my Italian uncle, huge when it comes to scratch-offs. He loves to Big do scratch-off scratch tickets. So one year I got him one of those fake lottery tickets from Spencer Gifts, and I put it in with the rest of them. You're, you're a classic. Doesn't he think he actually won? He starts calling some of his friends in Italy, promising them money. 
And I had to tell him, no, it's a joke. I, it's not real. It's not real. He like woke he him up during a different time lost it. He freaking lost it. I thought they were going to ask me to leave Christmas. He was so pissed at me. Wouldn't I'm like, it's a joke. Time. It's a joke. Now people in Sicily, they're expecting a check. <laughs> now like, the mafia's after you. Oh, it's, it's a, a whole th- Yeah. It's a lot. 98 PXY traffic. Heading up from Rush and Avon on 390 North without a problem to the 590 split. 390 North and South by the airport. Moderate traffic moving along at speed. 590 South 104 in Aronicoit reports of an accident there. Traffic brought to you by the Rush. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Moose, a confident and compulsive hopeless romantic who is born to entertain. Therapy is so important. You literally ghosted your therapist. Well, she deserved it, so. Breezy, a kind-hearted, semi-responsible 20-something who always wants to be the center of attention. If you don't follow me on Instagram, needless to say, we're fighting. The number one hit music station, 98PXY. If someone who tormented and bullied you in high school years back asked you on a date years later, would you go? I mean, I think too many of us have... Depends on how desperate you are, truly. Way too much pride for that. Uh, Victoria does not, though, so kudos to her. Victoria from Greece hit us up on our 98 Peaks Y Facebook. And if you remember last week during this time, she was looking for a majority vote on whether or not she should go on a date with the guy from high school who just tormented her. And the votes came back, and you, the listener, said, yes, give the guy a shot. Mm -hmm. It was 10 years ago. People change. So now, she's with us this morning to give us an update on how the actual date went. But before we get over to her, just let me get to some of her message that she sent us to refresh your memory. She says, 10 years ago when I was in high school, I wasn't the most popular. I didn't cheerlead. Sure. Play any sports. There was two dudes who would bully me every single day. They'd take my food, take my bag, throw everything out, etc. One of them made a mockery of me on Facebook. Actually photoshopped my face onto a blowfish. Long story short, uh, let's just say it was a humiliating experience. Obviously. Last month, they run into each other at a charity event in Brighton. And she goes, when he saw me, he was extremely apologetic. Oh. And he and his fiance just split. And he seems to be doing well. And of course, I accepted his apology. Uh, We exchanged social media. And he's been sliding into my DMs asking me out ever since. So I kept coming up with excuses because I'm honestly, I wasn't sure how I felt about it. I told him that I'd think about it. On one hand, yes, he is pretty cute. And we go way back. And I understand high school is in the past and people change. But on the other hand, I don't know if I can ever be completely comfortable dating him. I have flashbacks on the crap he used to say and do to me. True. And my best friend told me to go for it since I have nothing to lose. Oh. But my brother told me... Terrible advice. If I was feeling... Ever so slightly weird about this situation, just don't do it. Don't do it. So I guess what I'm doing is looking for a majority vote on this one. Do it or don't do it. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Well, we put it out there and the majority vote came back. 68% of people said, yes, give them a shot. And Victoria joins us on the show right now. Hi, good morning. Thanks for uh, holding up your end of the bargain and coming on with us to share how your your date went. Before we get to your full story, on a scale of 1 to 10, how good was the date? 10 being excellent. Well, I thought I had the potential to be like an 8 or even 9, but 
Unfortunately, it was only a 5 out of 10. Oh, That's a 50% that's failing. Oh, that's a raving review. That's failing. <laughs> <laughs> that's failing. Victoria, stay there. We have to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get your full story of how the first date with your high school bully went coming up next on PXY. I'm on the edge of my seat. You too can be the center of attention. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. 98PXY, the number one hit music station. I'm not going to lie, I definitely hold my breath when it comes to Rochester being on any type of list. <laughs> because honestly, it never ends well for us. Recently, we're on the most rattiest city list, which it's true. Ugh, which was in the midst of my, which was in the midst of my mouse problem, which has since passed. Thank goodness. Um, and then a bunch of other lists that weren't the best. I'll say that. But this one, this list that Rochester, New York, landed itself on, is something we can all be proud of as residents of this city and the surrounding areas. The Flower City is being recognized for its friendly atmosphere. Um, a new Reader's Choice Award survey on a traveler list um, had Rochester at number two. It's pretty good. Pretty for good. For the friendliest city in the United States. That's pretty good. The report. Um, how did they get that? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. I don't really understand. Did they send it. a guy here to tell you how many people lend a helping hand or right. smile? I mean, how it's do like, you figure help, that out? I have a flat tire. They're like, oh, I'll help you. I'm like, where were you when I broke down? Um, <laughs> but they said that the incredible museums, restaurants, and historical sites that this city has to offer is the main attraction to get people here, aside from its friendly population. So, I kind of agree with that. Just behind Greenville, South Carolina, and just in front of Lexington, Kentucky, which, okay, both of those states sandwiched in between us, or like on either side of us, I should say, Mm -hmm. are in the South. Yeah, they're Southern. You know what I mean? It's kind of crazy that, like, up north, way up north, is practically canada yeah i'm like how do they figure that out that is it's politics you know the friendliest you think hokel is uh sending over some side money like here say this about us hopefully (laughs) i mean you know a win is a win you know what i mean i i fully agree but i kind of i i will agree i think we do have some really nice people here i've had friends from out of state come and visit and people have left saying you know what The, the people that are really nice in rochester yeah i agree with that Good old folk. Um, when Good old you were in, folk. when you were living in LA, this was a couple years back. This woman from the New York Post came to Rochester, mm-hmm. and she wrote this like crazy article about how we're the most grimming and depressed, grim and depressing city in the whole country, basically, yeah. and just took a dump, mm-hmm. a dump on the city. And what did our friends at the Rochester Red Wings do? They made merch and invited her to a game. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that we've made a comeback. Great marketing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's great marketing. Of course. Um, this news is uh, regarding the uh, Matthew Grant, the the parents of missing RIT, RIT student missing since November 20th. It's, we're coming up on almost a month now. Yeah. They say the investigation has hit a roadblock. So Matthew Grant, as you know, he went missing from his home in Henrietta, 
He's originally from Michigan. He was last spotted on surveillance video at a Love's gas station. So I believe that's in Seneca County. That's the last time they saw him was through that video the night he he disappeared. So his parents, Mark and Nancy, uh, excuse me, say further roadside security footage has been held up in the legal system for the last few weeks. Apparently, I guess there's this worry that they might infringe on somebody else's rights at 1250 in the morning where they're saying on the interstate the probably the only vehicle that's probably going to be seen on camera is their son. Right. Um, and so, you know, Mark Grant says, you know, they're working really, really hard. I mean, there's no doubt about that. We know that. But without that information, it's really hard to know where to even look. Sure. Did he go north? Did he go south? So the Monroe County Sheriff's Office says Matthew was last seen wearing a green jacket, blue jeans, driving a gray Jeep Cherokee. With Michigan license plate, number ESR8141. Obviously, if anybody has any information, call 911. But this is really tough because, you know, we talked about this two, three weeks ago. All the stuff that was coming in that this wasn't adding up with, you know, Matthew telling his roommates, hey, I'm taking off to go see a girl I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. And then that girl getting a hold of his friends saying, no, we had no plans to do that. I've been trying to get a hold of him. We don't know where Matthew went. So right now, the investigation is at a roadblock. Of course, we're praying that he comes home safely or there's more leads to this story because nobody is really able to put the pieces together right now. This is just bizarre. Um, It's bizarre and it's extremely worrisome. Especially for the parents. Yeah. They made their way all the way from Michigan. To check all of Rochester. Then they worked their way... um, down the throughway, down up the throughway. to Syracuse, up to Watertown. They went to Watertown. His father, Mark, pulled over on the side of the road to check every single ravine. Hey, maybe there's a trail. Maybe a Jeep went off the road here. Just doesn't make any sense. Haven't been able to find anything. Um, coming up, if you're having a hard time remembering Victoria from Greece, I'll refresh your memory. So she wrote us last week, and she was having a hard time deciding on whether or not to go on a date with the guy from high school who... Are, who Basically tormented her, bullied her. Most of you guys voted in and said, yes, give him another shot. So she did. And she's on hold with us. She's coming up next. She's going to spill the tea, give us all the details about their first date. We're going to talk to her coming up next on PXY. The number one hit music station. 98 PXY. PXY mornings. Welcome back, you guys. You got Moose and Breezy. If the guy who... Made your life a living hell in high school. Randomly asked you out 10 years later, would you go? Mm. Victoria from Grace did just that. And last week on the show, she asked if we would take a majority vote. If she should go out with him or tell him, no, go kick rocks. And the majority vote came back. 68% of people said, yeah, go out with him. Which is like... It's been 10 years. People change. Do they, though? Crazy. Do people change? I think so. I don't. No, I do. I, think I mean, like, change. no, I do. Like, I I do think people change. And I do think people mature. But that is, I don't know if you change enough as a person who's dealt with that trauma. No, I understand. To move past and look past that. Even if they have changed for the better. Yeah, we're. I mean, we are talking about high school. I think there's a lot of people who are in high school that, you know, 
tormented people or just weren't good people that you know grew up look back at themselves and was like wow i'm i'm so yeah, sorry i, I, I did that. Do that yeah yeah i'm so sorry we have victoria on the line with us now hi victoria hey guys spill the tea let's go sis we've been waiting <laughs> patiently for about a week now to hear the details what what happened on the date yeah so it was an interesting night um and i did go into this date with an open mind like you guys suggested but uh you know Obviously, he was my bully in high school and bullied me a lot junior and senior year and was just really immature. And a lot of things he did were, like, really trying to humiliate me, which was hard, but... We know. Casual. Yeah, we know this. And then he had I, the, he asked you out, and the majority of votes said, yes, go out with him. Yeah, and I'm glad I did give it a chance. Uh, I understand people are young and stupid in high school, and I believe in second chances. He was super apologetic, and I could tell he was being really genuine, and I appreciated that. And he's actually really nice now, it seems like. So we met for drinks at Velvet Belly, and he looked super handsome, and it was a nice night. But nice. he spent most of the evening talking about his ex-fiance. What? Oh, that's right. He split with his ex. Oh, no. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who I don't want to go into details okay. on what happened. <laughs> okay. I don't know what he shared with me. Okay, but that's it, it's respectable. It just sounded like he wasn't over it, which confused me because I was like, "Why did you even bother asking me out?" Well, can you at least tell uh, us did, or hint to the fact that did she walk away from him or vice versa? I I really don't want to like. She walked you know, away from him. Didn't she? Yeah, no, she left. She left she him. Bounced. Yeah, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just. <laughs> He spent like two hours just, I don't know, trying to convince me that he was a good guy and that whatever happened with his exes in the past. So, yeah, it was kind of sus. Uh-huh. That's a tough tough scene, indeed. Yeah. Yeah, so... I'm sure the sexual tension was definitely in the air after that conversation. (laughs) Um, I I didn't feel that too much. (laughs) I can't imagine you um, would. Yeah, no. Yeah, after the night was over, we, like, hugged and said goodbye, and then I got in my car and was getting ready to go, and I got a knock on my window, which scared the crap out of me. Oh, God. And it's him. <laughs> so I rolled the window down, and he goes, I forgot something, and he sticks his head through my car window and kisses me, and then oh. asks me if I think he's a good kisser. <laughs> so here's the situation. Oh, geez. It's so obvious. It's Nothing's ever been more obvious. <laughs> this guy peaked in high school. Yeah. 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 It's And you're thriving, and he's not, and it's he's, super duper obvious. He's, he's trying to grasp <laughs> onto whatever is in front of him for dear life, and mm-hmm. you just happen to be that person right now, Victoria. Absolutely. Then what happened? Did you roll the window up? Did his coke get caught, and you drove <laughs> yeah. all the way home back to Greece? <laughs> With him dragging up 390. Oh my god. Uh, luckily, no, his coat did not get caught. <laughs> yeah, that's. Um, how, yeah, that was, that how, did make you, how did it make you feel, though, when he kissed you? Was there anything there? No, it was weird. It just, the whole thing really threw me off. It, and, like, he was nice, but I just want to leave the past in the past. Okay, we so no second date. We literally told you that. I don't know why you didn't. We literally told you this <laughs> two weeks ago. You didn't take our advice. I no, there was nothing. Why did you have to go through all of this? This awkward 
interaction. It could have played out. Very- I, I had to know. And had obviously, know. we knew before. No, we knew before that his that he was freshly out of a marriage or divorce or whatever. Well, we knew that. And I don't. I don't. Well, I don't know how fresh flag. it was. I listen. I'm glad you went through with it because you don't know unless you do it. There could have been sparks like you wouldn't believe, right? But exactly, I just had to know. You had for to know sure. that way. I don't like wonder about it ten years more from now. Well, you'll be wondering about it in a different way now. <laughs> yeah, is he outside my window? Hey, I got to ask you though. Um, during the date, like very apologetic, bringing up the past in high school of things he did to you. Uh, not so much about high school, no. Uh, I mean, he mentioned it, but, um... It was mostly yeah, about was... his f- ex fiance. Yeah. Okay, so no That's second date. so tough, Victoria. No. No second date. Has he reached out to you since? Yeah, he texted me, like, the next day, and, uh, I told him I was, you know, thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, no thank you. It just sounds super calculated. I think he, he knew he was going to do that. He was going to just knock on your window and then stick his head into it and catch you off guard with a yeah. kiss, thinking this is going to sweep her off her feet, when instead you went really from zero bad. to 60 in a half a second. <laughs> That's so bad, actually. Like a, oh, yeah, man. Weird. Hey, now you know. Victoria, thank you so much for coming out with us and sharing the, the entire story. How's, I could have gone uh, without that, but thank you, Victoria, yeah. fully. <laughs> How's Velvet Belly? I have not been there yet still. Great atmosphere. It's really good. Is it? Vibes are right. Yeah. Yeah, the vibes are up until that Just happened. go rub that velvet belly, you know what I mean? You got to do it. <laughs> it's so important to rub the belly. Victoria, have a great rest of your day, and uh, thank you for following up with us. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right. Talk soon. Bye. 98PXY. Want to clear the air? Need to get something off your chest? Go on. Try it. Try it. You want to feel the heat as it comes out of your mouth. <sighs> I regret moving in with my lazy, unemployed boyfriend. No one cares that your kid made the honor roll. I, for the life of me, can't believe Odyssey Management gave these two clowns their own show. There. I said it. Now, doesn't that feel better? BXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy present There, I Said It. On the number one hit music station. 98BXY. A lot of texts coming in this morning for There I Said It. People are unhinged. They're really just getting after it. All right, guys, let's get into it. 585-252-9800. If you uh, got something you want to get off your chest this morning, Kevin does. What's up, Kevin? Kev. Uh, Kevin says, when I die, I don't want people to spend a ton of money to cart me around and have a procession. I'm gone. I do not care. You do not owe me anything. There I said it. Oh, I couldn't agree less. I agree. If the people I love don't cart me around... I will come back from the grave with vengeance. I will haunt them. My funeral needs to be a... Oh, yours is going to be just... <laughs> going to be Project X. You're going to come down on strings? <laughs> Project no, fu- X. No, fully. <laughs> Full wig. I'm going to be like doing a drag performance as a corpse. LED. Yeah. You, I'm hoping. Gonna you got re- to remember, you're not going to want to do any of that when you're 80. You know, you're tired. You just like put me to rest. I know. You know? But we unless just... you go in the next couple weeks, then yeah, I could see why you'd want to do okay, all of it. Okay, we're not going to. Uh, who do you got on your end? Um, Le- What's her name? Leana. Le- Leana's here. What's up, Leana? Leana said, I don't understand why everyone wants snow so bad. This gray, gloomy weather is actually nice. 
It's very relaxing to me, and it's a great excuse to not leave bed. To not leave bed, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yesterday was beautiful out. It was outstanding, except for the 50-mile-per-hour winds. My car almost flew off the highway. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, your car can't handle that type of wind speed. It's not Trust aerodynamic. Me. Carmen says, what's up, guys? I don't give people second chances. One strike, you're out. If you're listening, you know who you are. Stop texting me. There I said, Carmen, I need to know more. What happened? Who? Who is he? Who is she? Hit us up. Mm-hmm. What's the tea? Melanie's here. What's up, Melanie? She said, Stephen King isn't a good writer. There I said it. Most overrated author on the shelves. Oh, wow. Well, really? Um, really all of his movies, or all of his books turned into movies, but sure. What's the one uh, movie Stephen King did that you absolutely love? I really, I really like Carrie. Terry. Terry. Oh, Carrie. Yeah, that was creepy. Very creepy. Big fan of it. Love Terry Clifford. Yeah, The Shining. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Who else we got here? Uh, Alana. What's up, Alana? Alana says, Moose and Breezy, do you guys bridge the toilet seat in a public place? Uh, Yes, I do. What does that mean? Bridge the toilet seat. Like You layer it with toilet paper before you sit down. I found out the guy I'm dating doesn't do it, and I called him out on it. Long story short, we get into a huge argument, and I told him it's disgusting and hard to kiss him after he just placed his ass on a toilet seat in a Sunoco gas station. People who do this are so dirty. There, I said it. Is she kissing his ass? What's going on? (laughs) No, genuinely. Like, I'm not going to yuck your yum, but like, are you kissing his butt cheeks? She's just grossed out. I I find it disgusting, too. I would never. literally, it's like. Oh, a completely separate body part. How can you way possibly? Down south. How can you possibly even think about sitting down on something like that after so God knows who came through there? I have no idea. I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, I like the environment, so I don't. Uh, you don't do it at all. No, Ugh. I love the environment. So, oh, that's I don't what it is. Yeah, sure. Things and also, a what about the toilet seat, seat covers that are specifically on the wall for you? Um, I mean, they're very few and far between. I haven't seen that since, I don't know, like I mean, we early don't have, 2000s. We, we don't have them here. All right. <laughs> we don't. No. We know that. We don't even have toilet paper here. Well, Alana's breaking up with her boyfriend, just so you know. So. I mean, how can I line a toilet when we don't even have toilet paper to wipe with? I'm drip drying, for God's sake. Okay, ew. God, ew. Stop. Let's move just on. Just saying. Let's just call it for what it is. We don't have to. <clears throat> I can't stand people constantly looking for validation online about their relationship. Just break up. There, I said it. Crystal, I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly. I already did this one, but I don't care. Actually, I don't know if I did. Who cares? I'm doing it again because it makes me so angry. If you are in an aisle seat, you have a responsibility. (laughs) You have now taken on a roll... Of essentially being an usher. Yeah. You have to get up and out every time somebody wants to leave. Last night I saw the beautiful, breathtaking, iconic performance that is Annie at the RBTL. Oh, I was also going to say help people with their luggage, but you're not talking about an airplane. Annie, Annie doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <sighs> they come out. The performers come out. Yeah. Listen, it's 10.15. I got to go to bed. Yeah. The performers come out. Everyone's doing the standing O. 
You know what I mean? And I'm trying to leave. The people next to me, the three people next to me, stayed till the very last note. Oh, of course. I'm like, I gotta go. So now I'm crawling over. Ooh, that's a tough scene right there. The thing in the aisle in front of me. And the lady was like, I would have moved. I go, I asked you to move four times. You didn't move. So. Oh, so you had an altercation with the woman in the aisle. No, I didn't. I didn't say anything to her. She goes, I would have moved. And I was already out the door. Mm, Got it. I asked you to move like seven. I was like, we got to go. Sorry. She's like, bravo. I hate stepping over people. It's, There's never enough leg room. I can't do no, it. I like, can't just we, get up. But we got in. No, listen. We. I hate it. I can't stand it. When we originally got into the seat, she stood up like a pencil. She, do you have enough room? She, like she didn't like get out of the aisle. She just stood there. Like she. Can you squeeze by? No. No, you can't. Can I squeeze? By? Do you want me to like brush up against you? This is weird. There, I said it. Okay. Good annoyed. No, that's okay. Thank you for venting. Um, We're going to talk about this later on the show, but if if you're a person who goes around the workplace trying to collect money from colleagues so you can all pitch in to purchase your boss a nice holiday gift, leave the company immediately. Chances are they're not going to give you a raise, right? You're not getting a holiday bonus. They don't care about you. There, I said it. I think it's absurd that people would go around and try and collect money so you can all pitch in and get your manager a gift. What? Your gift this holiday season is that I'm still working for I don't think so. I don't think so. No, 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 no. You know what I mean? What year is this? We're not doing that. 100%. I'm not getting Mike Danger a gift. <laughs> not going to do it. I can't afford it. And we'll go to Carl who says, if someone paid me to dig up a body at Mount Hope, I would do it. Graves are so cool. There, I said it. Okay, that's right. odd. That's really interesting. It's very weird. We're going to end it there. Yeah, let me know next time you do that, Carl. I'm looking for a new watch. When you're feeling down, just apply a thick layer of PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. Ask your smart speaker to play 98PXY. PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy. The parents of missing RIT student uh, who has been missing since the 20th of November. We're coming up in almost a month now. They say the investigation has hit a roadblock. Matthew Grant went missing from his home in Henrietta, November 20th. He was last spotted. We were talking about that uh, Love's gas station in mm-hmm. Seneca County. Their surveillance video saw him there the night he disappeared. And his parents, Mark and Nancy, say further roadside security footage has been held up in the legal system for two weeks. And I'm thinking, what does that even mean? And then I'm looking into it, and apparently there's the worry that they may infringe on somebody else's rights at 12.50 in the morning on the interstate, where probably the only vehicle that's going to be seen is his son, Matthew Grant. But the problem is that they'd have no idea without that footage on whether he went north, whether he went south. I mean, they've kind of exhausted their resources at this point. The Monroe County Sheriff's Office said Matthew was last seen wearing a green jacket, blue jeans. He was driving a Jeep Cherokee in Michigan. uh, Or, excuse me, his license plate is a Michigan plate. That number is ESR8141. Anybody with any info, call 911. Um, But his father says we... He's born and raised in Michigan, so they came to Rochester. And then they went to Syracuse. Then they went up to uh, over to Watertown. Uh-huh. I mean, it's like they're looking at every possible route that their son could have taken, and nothing so far. 
he had told his roommates before he left in Henrietta, hey, I'm going to I'm going to connect with a girl that I've been talking to. That girl reaches out to his friends and says, no, we never had plans to meet up. I'm, I've been trying to reach out to him myself. Right. This is a sad story, man, because sometimes when, you know, um, a month goes by, two months go, go by, you start to, I don't want to say lose hope, but you get a bad feeling. And we're really hoping for the best for Matthew and his parents, because they are tired and have been working around the clock to try and bring their son home. I just, I don't know. There's pieces that just aren't fitting. Yeah. I don't understand this story and what's happening or where he went or why he went there. Right. Yeah. So keep you updated with uh, more on that story from um, what's going on with the missing Matthew Grant from Henrietta. All right. Thank you for that update, Moose. Um, It's really with bated breath every time we end up on any type of list. I'm like... Ugh, the city, uh, the, not us the, uh, as a radio show, but the, just the city of Rochester. Um, recently, we were put on the like top ten most radius cities. Radius cities. What does Which, that even mean? Like, the, like there's just a bunch of rodents in the city. Oh, I, I thought I was looking radius, like just oh, like gross. No, yeah, like yeah. there's like rodents um, running rampant. So don't love that. But this is a list that we as a city should be honored to be on. The Flower City is being recognized for its friendly atmosphere. A new Reader's Choice Awards uh, survey was taken, and Rochester landed second on friendliest cities in the United States. That's beautiful. The report... um, How'd they get that info? Yeah, I'm not trying... Not sure. Did they send someone in with a mustache and a scarf? (laughs) You know, that guy waved to me. He offered me a helping hand. I'm, I'm sold. I don't know how you get to that conclusion, but they said that um, historical sites, restaurants, and incredible museums are the main attraction to get people to come to Rochester, aside from its very friendly population. We fell second to Greenville, South Carolina. We'll get them next year. And we fell before, or landed before uh, Lexington, Kentucky, which both of those are in the South, and we are not in the South. So... uh Listening to you, what I'm gathering is they got this info with us being the friendliest city as mm-hmm. not so much, yes, the people are friendly, but it's the things we have here that are very welcoming for people outside. The museums, the restaurants, the coffee shops, that's what really makes Rochester a friendly place. Um, No, they basically said, like, those are the things that get people to this city, mm-hmm. but they stay because of the friendly population. Yeah, there's a lot of lovely people in this city. Yep. A lot of lovely people. And who is number one? Uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's just, you know, talking about that Southern hospitality. Sure. Yeah. We'll get them next year, like you said, Breeze. <laughs> like I said, we'll get them next year. No worries. Breezy and Only I from here. are giving you guys a chance to win our last pair of tickets this morning to go see Pink live in concert Next October at the Wireless Dome in Syracuse. And all you got to do is play a little game called Can't Be Breezy. If you can correctly answer more basic trivia questions than our girl Breeze, you're going into the show. Today's theme is pink questions. How well do you know the singer you're trying to get tickets to go see? We need caller eight right now to play the game at 585-252-9800. We do it next on PXY. Good luck. Whether you're headed to an ugly sweater party or you have an ugly sweater on. (laughs) 
<laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. From 98PXY. Hey. She's confident, bold, and she thinks she has all the answers. PXY Mornings present Rochester's favorite game, Can't Beat Breezy. And all you got to do is be breezy in five trivia questions this morning. Today is a, today is I would say it's it's pink themed. So you, like pink. not like the artist, not the the color, right? That would be correct. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. How cool, cool, well cool. do you know the artist you're trying to win tickets to this morning? So if you can be breezy, we are going to hook you up with a pair of tickets to go see our girl Pink October sixth in concert uh, in Syracuse with her friends. The, uh, the script Cheryl, and Cheryl, Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Let's go to the phones. We are looking for caller eight PXY. Who's this? I am talking to you. Who's this? Rebecca. Rebecca, you are caller eight. Awesome. <laughs> caller eight, are you so ready fun. to play? Can't be breezy. You sound super enthused this morning, Rebecca. She can be more excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm kind of shocked. What town are you yeah. representing today? What town? Walworth. All right. Oh, big Walworth energy. Leave the room, Breeze, please. See ya. All right. It's just us, Rebecca. Now I'm going to ask you five basic trivia questions. Some of them are pink-themed, and I want you to wait for me to uh, uh, go through all of the uh, options before you answer. Okay? Let's go to question number one. Good luck. Okay. Thank you. The singer Pink... That you are currently trying to win tickets to to go see. When is her birthday? Is it A October eighth, B July eighth, C August eighteenth, or is it D September eighth, Rebecca? Um, D. D final answer. Yes. You are correct. Very impressive. You got one on the board. Nice job. Pink's birthday is the 8th of September. Let's go to question two. Where did Pink hold her first job? Was it A, McDonald's, B, Carl's Jr., C, Wendy's, or D, Pizza Hut? Oh, that one's hard. Um, I would say A. You are correct. Two on the board for Rebecca. Nice job. Walworth is so proud of you. Question three. Let's keep this train going. What is Pink's first name? Is it A, Allison? B, Fran, C, Alicia, or D, Ingrid. What is Pink's first name? C, Alicia. Wow. Three in a row for Rebecca. Uh, That is definitely plenty to be breeze. Let's go to question four. (laughs) What was the name of Pink's first album released in the year 2000? A, Funhouse. B, Can't Take Me Home. C, I'm Dead. Or D, Try This. Mm, Can you repeat those? Yeah, Funhouse. Can't take me home. I'm dead. Or D, try this. Mm, I would have to say B. Can't take me home would be 100%. Correct. Four on the board for (laughs) Rebecca. Very impressive. You are on fire. Let's go to the last question, Rebecca. When Pink was 15, she did this one thing that almost killed her. A, car accident. B, she almost drowned. C, she fell off a building. Or D, she overdosed. Um, car accident. No, close one. You still got four. The answer would be D, pink overdosed. 
and almost died mm-hmm. from that. Uh, nice job. You are absolutely Thank crushing you. it. Let's bring Breezy back into the room. Breeze, come on back in here. Um, so four for Rebecca. All right, let's get this. Uh, let's get do? this party started. She got four out of five. Oh my gosh! I know. That's insane, Rebecca. That's pretty good. I guess she really is a pink fan. <laughs> All right. All right, Breeze, let's get your game it. face on. Let's go to question number one. Now remember, you got to get most of these. I know. I'm scared. The singer Pink that you were that we're currently talking about right now, the artist. Yeah. Um, do you know when her birthday is, Breezy? Is it A. October eighth, B. July eighth, C. August eighteenth? Or D, September 8th? I think it's... Uh, you said September? Yeah. October 8th, July 8th, August 18th, or September 8th? You got four seconds. Um, I'm going to go with September. September 8th? Yeah. You got one on the board. All right. Oh, dear. Here we go. Question number two, Breeze. Where did Pink hold her first job? Was it A, McDonald's, B, Carl's Jr., C, Wendy's, or D, Pizza Hut? No one out Pizza's the Hut. You know that. <laughs> McDonald's. That would be correct. Really? Two to four. Let's go to question three. Rebecca, how you doing over there? You nervous? She's sweating. I'm very nervous. Okay, I don't blame you. What is Pink's first name? <laughs> Allison, Fran, Alicia, or Ingrid? Uh, Allison? No, I'm so sorry. The answer we're looking for is Alicia. That's okay. Let's go to question number four. What was the name of Pink's first album released in the year 2000? Funhouse? Can't Take Me Home? I'm Dead? Or Try This? You gotta get the rest correct. I know. I think it's Try This. Try This would... It's not even close. Uh, Rebecca, you got yourself a ticket! Congratulations. What was it? It's take, you can't take me home. Can't take me home would be the right answer. Right, yeah. Everyone knows that. By the way, Breezy, uh, when Pink was 15, she did this one thing that almost killed her. Do you know what it was? LSD. (sighs) You're close. Yeah, she overdosed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was LSD, but... I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, you got to watch your doc. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the the more you know, Rebecca. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rebecca, stand in line. I'm going to get all your info. Congratulations. You're going to go see Pink, Cheryl Crow, the script, October 6th in Syracuse. Who are you bringing to the show with you? I don't know yet. Okay. Maybe my husband. You have to watch the documentary though before you go. It's really good. I will. Hey, Rebecca, what's the only station in the city hooking you up with Pink? 98PXY. Got that right. Stay there. I'll be right there with you. It's PXY Mornings with Moose and Breezy Breeze. Just when you think you've got life figured out, you're a parent now. Moose and Breezy hear your dilemmas. Completely anonymous. And 100% supportive for another episode of PXY Mornings. Parental Confidential. Let's get into it this morning. We got this message from Chelsea. Uh, Breezy, do you think at 11 years old, you think it's normal to be overly emotional? Um. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think so. Drama, like you're coming into your own emotion, emotional intelligence. I think so. Mm. Well, here's the message Chelsea wrote us. Well, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, Let us know what you think. She says, um, uh, I have an 11-year-old son. 
And basically, when she wrote us this message for parental, um, it's basically how often her 11-year-old son cries. And she's just trying to get a gauge right now on how many other parents have dealt with this. But more importantly, does she have any reason to be concerned? Moose and Breezy appreciate the response to my message, and I wanted to see if anyone can offer advice. My son is 11, and if there's a group of kids playing and one cries, uh, 10 out of 10 times it's mine. Um, Always. He cries if he gets a minor injury, or if he's frustrated, or if he thinks something is uh, unfair. He cries more than what I think is normal for an 11-year-old boy. His teachers have told me he cries a lot at school. I don't want him to feel like he can't express his emotions, but I also want him to maybe toughen up a bit. Sure. I guess one of the things um, he cried over in school last week was uh, getting picked last in gym class. They were picking teams, and he didn't get onto the team he wanted, and he ended up having an emotional breakdown. Been there. Been there, buddies. I just feel like he is there, so there. sensitive, and I have no idea if I need to be concerned or if this is something that will eventually pass with age. I'm all ears if people have been through this and can offer any help or recommendations. Thank you so much. All right, that came in from Chelsea about her 11-year-old son who just likes to, he's overly emotional, cries at the drop of a hat. Is this normal? Should she be concerned? Do you guys have advice? I definitely... um I definitely was in tune with my emotions, I remember, at that young age, but I don't remember being overly sensitive. Yeah. Maybe I was. I remember having just an emotional breakdown in the middle of class when uh, my girlfriend broke up to broke up with me in third grade. Oh. And I was nine. And they had to call the nurse. My dad had to come pick me up. You're lying. <laughs> no. I think that's when I officially got the one-on-one talk about girls, you know. Not your dad getting the ick. <laughs> <laughs> from you oh my god that's terrible toughen up there'll be others son um 585-252-9800 is the number what do you guys think we got a couple of people already weighing in carol being one of them oh carol not my grandma uh this message is for chelsea i don't think you need to toughen him up at all but i do think he's lacking skills to handle frustration and or unfairness instead of trying to teach him to stop crying I would just teach him how to handle the situations that make him cry in the first place. Work on problem solving with him. Mm, kind sure. of agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think it's like anything to be overly concerned about. Like kids getting emotional. I feel like 11 is kind of like, all right, like seven, eight, I get it. 11 seems a little old to be doing that. I don't know. Depends on how emotionally stable you are. You, I don't, I don't know if you're the best person to be asking. That uh, is also very true. <laughs> so not, let's not just take it for what it is. Not emotionally stable whatsoever. Let's go to Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay says, there's this book out called The Explosive Parent. I highly recommend it. What is that about? The Explosive Parent. You ever hear of that? It sounds like a parent that yells a lot. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. How is this helping their child? Well, um, Chelsea, if you're listening, and I know you are, that's one book that was recommended called The Explosive Parent. Mm -hmm. This person says, what is wrong with crying if he needs to cry? My son is seven. He never shows any emotion. 
And I find that to be even more frustrating. Mm -hmm. This uh, is something that your son will eventually grow out of. Well, what if he doesn't? I knew an adult like that that I used to work with years back. The guy was just so emotional all the time, and he would cry. And I don't think a lot of people in the workplace respected him. Would you? No. You wouldn't, right? No, I'd be like, get it together. Right. This is nothing to be crying over, okay? You're supposed to be in charge of us? I'm the one that should be crying. Seriously. Right. Hard to do. It's it's hard to have an HR job. Yeah. When you're very emotional like that. For sure. Can't do it. Uh, We got a couple more texts coming in here. If you're just joining us, we're doing Parental Confidential. And Chelsea has an 11-year-old son who cries a lot. If he gets a minor injury, if he's frustrated, if he thinks something is unfair. He cried at school last week because he got picked last in gym class. And she's like, do I have a reason to be concerned? If so, how much? I'm looking for some help from the listeners. Mm -hmm. If you have any recommendations. um, Send them my way. Please. And then we just had somebody recommend uh, The Explosive Parent. I don't know if that's a book for Chelsea or for Chelsea's 11-year-old. <laughs> Who's it going to help more? Sarah says, I did that with my kids when they were little. Stop crying. Stop crying. Fast forward 10 years later, my youngest starts going to a therapist, and it turns out me telling her not to cry is attributed to her problems handling um, handling, oh, emotions it, today. handling emotions today. Just let them cry, Sarah says. Mm. You gotta let him cry. Cry it out. And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think you should put like an age limit or an age cap on like a child's emotions. Like some children are just more emotional than others. And that's just the way it is. So. What's the one thing you remember growing up crying over that wasn't a big deal? um, Like just had a meltdown for no reason. A lot. There's a ton of different things I could say. It's only a four hour show though. But I mean, like, the classic is, like, spilled milk. Like, if I spilled anything, I would sob. Sob. Oh, really? Because you thought you were going to get in trouble? No, just out of, like, sheer embarrassment. Oh, yeah, maybe because you were just so embarrassed. Yeah. The one emotional breakdown I had, I remember, I was about 11, Uh 10 years old. And I was really, really upset because I did all my chores. And there's this one toy I wanted so bad, which was just, it was a a basketball hoop that you put on the back of a door. You know Mm, what I mean? With the rubber basketball and Classic. I wanted it so bad, and my, my, my mother would not buy it for me. And I remember having a breakdown. You don't love me. I've done everything you've asked of me. I hate it here. Just, it lasted for like a day. I was just so emotional over not getting what I wanted. My cousin went as far as packing his bags, walking to the end of the driveway. And then where did he go from there? He turned around and came back. They, they never have anywhere to go. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a threat. He lives on a very busy road, so... <laughs> She's like, go. My aunt's like, go. Like, so yeah. They love calling your bluff. They absolutely do. Um, Pack your bag. This other person just weighed in and said, let him cry. Just let him cry it out. If he starts getting to the age of 15, then you should start showing concern. Really? 15 is the cutoff? I guess that's it. I mean, I am a mentee bee almost every day, so it's not like... Yeah, but you've also been, yeah, but you also have three therapists. Yeah, and I don't even know if those are working. I don't know so. if those seem to be working. Plus, you're medicated. So. Fully perfect person to be doing a morning show. Uh, thank you guys so much for for weighing in here. A couple of really great suggestions, and the ones we didn't get to, I'll send those over to our girl Chelsea. Chelsea, let's let him cry it out. Good luck. We'll do another parental confidential tomorrow morning.
on PXY. We know two things for sure. We pay too much in taxes. And our show is better with you. Better with you. Call or text Moose and Breezy now. 585-252-9800. The number one hit music station. 98PXY. 98PXY's Moose and Breezy invite you to grab your popcorn. Get comfortable in your seat. Because Breezy's about to break down a classic she somehow missed over the last quarter century. It's Breezy's Big Movie Review. Action! Yesterday on the show, Breezy and I acted out another Christmas film called The Muppet Christmas Carol. And it's an absolute holiday holiday classic. It's starring Kermit the Frog, Mm -hmm. Michael Caine, who plays... The iconic role of Scrooge. And yesterday for Mooster Peace Theater, we did a scene from the film. If you missed it, take a listen to a clip of Breezy doing the worst Kermit the Frog impression I have ever heard of in my entire life. I literally nailed it. It's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every December the 25th. (laughs) But as I seem to be the only person around who knows that, take the day off. Oh, yeah! Wow! Thank you! Thank you! Crush thank it. you! That is sure is good news, sir! God bless you! Will you, st- <laughs> Will you stop that? Stop that! I don't need to listen to you rambling! Now get out of here before I change my mind! Thank you, and Merry Christmas, sir! Bah! Humbug! Gosh, I got the nail! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Cut! Just the absolute worst I've ever heard. I, I literally yeah, you did you, great. Sure. So. Uh, take a listen to the synopsis here uh, before Breezy gets into her review. The Muppets perform the classic Dickens holiday tale with Kermit the Frog playing Bob Cratchit and the uh, Pot-Tumpin... Whatever. Michael Caine plays Scrooge, and then other Muppets included Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Fonzie Bear, and Sam the Eagle mm-hmm. weave in and out of the story while Scrooge receives visits from spirits of three Christmas past, present, and future. They show him the error of his self-serving ways, um, but the miserable old man seems to be past any hope of redemption and happiness. Mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes scored this film 77%. It's crazy that this is dates all the way back from 1992, but it's still one of my favorite Christmas films. I think it holds up. Do you? I mean, all right, let's get in your review. So you think The Muppet Christmas Carol holds up. How? I think that, I mean, although it was 1992, <coughs> it seemed pretty modern to me. Like, it didn't seem old. It seemed like it was filmed literally last week, so. So, it, when you say it holds up, it seems like it was just a bunch of people in drag, but they were just Muppets. Um, Literally not even close to what I was saying. I oh. was saying that the film quality was pretty great. Um, Well, it's remastered. I don't think it looked that good back then. Maybe it was just all of our crappy TVs. <laughs> <laughs> the box television. I watched it on Disney Plus, so you? maybe they did enhance it. I don't know. Yeah, I can't be certain. But I, it's hard to to watch a film like this. Why? Because it's for children. Sure. So kind of adults too. I think there's a lot of adults. Is there? Yeah, I think I think, you're the only, I think you're really the only one that enjoys it. No, I think a lot of adults enjoy it. 
It's 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 a Christmas Carol. That's what's playing at Jiva right now. It's just With they're using Muppets? they're just using Muppets, you know, in the film. That's all. I think it's still good for adults. So you think it held up? Uh, held up. Did you have a favorite character in the film, Breeze? I did. Who was it? It was Miss Piggy because she was absolutely unhinged. Uh huh. Uh-huh. She was unhinged. She didn't know who her kids were. She literally didn't know who her kids were. Literally. She couldn't tell them apart. I'm like, those are your children. Um, and she was really feeling frisky with Kermit. She always does. those scenes. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't put out in like 15 years. Who's so. your least favorite character? Um, I honestly think Kermit because I think I did a better job playing it, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Okay, least favorite. Yeah. The one that everybody typically loves, Kermit. Um, did you have a favorite scene in The Muppet Christmas Carol? I think my favorite scene was when Miss Piggy was in it. Obviously, they broke out into the song at the Disney or at the um, dinner table, and I think I liked the movie because, like, I don't like a Christmas Carol. Like, I just think that story is so overplayed. Like, we get it. Like, Scrooge goes back and he sees like all the things, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah." It's kind of like the story of the Grinch. It's just overplayed and overdone for me personally, um, but this was a nice twist on it. It was. So. I, I did enjoy it too. That's why I also thought it held up. But it's your review. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Best throwback moment, Breeze, of the entire film. Um, just the fact that you know the Muppets were starring in it because I don't even think are the Muppets even still around. I don't know. I mean, I went to, we went to, I should say, Strong, and they still have their Sesame Street. Oh, of course. Display sat on the steps there. That was pretty cool. But yeah, that was fun. I think the whole cast as a as a whole is a throwback, to be honest. Yeah. And not to mention, we're talking about the 90s here when this film came out. If you're just joining us, we're doing Breezy's big movie review. Last night, she watched a Muppets Christmas Carol. Such a great film. God, I love Kermit. Worst impression ever. In the history of Muppets. Nope. I uh, absolutely crushed popcorn it. Popcorn bucket score, Breeze. Do us proud. What are, you, what are you ranking this out of five popcorn buckets? A Christmas, the Christmas Carol, the Muppets edition. It's just called the Muppet Christmas Carol. Sure. Right. <laughs> so good. I'm giving it a 2-9. What? 2-9? Two 2-9. Nine? Two nine. <laughs> what do you mean? That's it? Just a 2-9? It was average. And I think that Miss Piggy absolutely carried the film. They did an entire two-hour film with Muppets. Do you have any idea how hard that is? And to that's also make it problem. look good? No, my That's problem. what you're getting it? Oh, that's terrible. That's a terrible review. Also, it just like doesn't make any sense. If you're going to send it, send it. Like, Why are we having a human Scrooge? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes sense. No, they live in doesn't. a universe where they they come together. You have humans, you have Muppets. You know, it's just what it it's, is. It needs to be one or the other because I'm confused. <laughs> no, I'm confused. The number one hit music station. Music. PXY mornings with Moose and Breezy and Jen and Jen. Does anyone else have to uh, chip in to purchase their boss a Christmas gift? I mean, how do you say no? I'm sorry. I'm just not. It's not in my budget this year. First of all, I talked about this earlier for there. I said it. I think it's ludicrous that anybody in the company would ask of you 
take 50 bucks out of your own pocket because we're going to buy the boss a gift. Like this, come on, who does that anymore? 100%. It's not the 90s. So a listener by the name of Crystal posted this on her Facebook page yesterday. I reached out to her and said, would you mind giving me more details on this? What's the tea yeah, uh, at your place of work? On? She goes, oh, I would be happy to. So here's the dilemma that she's currently in. So she says, right now, the situation is one of our supervisors is asking all of us to pitch in 30 bucks for our manager's holiday gift. I don't even make 30 an hour. Mm-hmm. I don't understand how giving bosses a gift is so accepted. There's six of us total, so that's $180 for a gift for someone who is most likely not going to even give us a bonus or a yearly raise to go along with inflation. A boss who went to England in Ireland two weeks ago and then is off to Miami next week. Sure. How am I supposed to tell them no way without them taking it personal because I just don't have any interest in shipping in? That's fair, right? Fair. I think that's fair. And I do. I think it's ridiculous to accept people to pitch in. I wouldn't dream of getting our boss a Christmas present. Even if he was on fire, I wouldn't give him a cup of water. I can't afford it. I'm kidding. I would get him a a gift. A small one, though. Something meaningful. You know what I mean? Like a pin. 252-9800. If a coworker came to you and said, we're all pitching in 30 bucks or more to purchase our, our manager a holiday gift, would you respond? Would you do it? Sure, no problem, or I'm sorry, I can't swing it this year, especially because I won't be getting a Christmas bonus. Well, that's the thing. That was my next question of like, are you getting a gift? Like, I know it's not about that, but at the same time, you can't be losing money in the deal. Like, are you getting a Christmas bonus? Are you getting any token of appreciation from the company? You never want to expect anything during the holidays from a company. You never want to expect that. Right. You have to set your expectations super low. Know what I mean? In the ground. In the ground. Yeah. Now, a couple of the last companies I worked for, the last one I got a, like a $1,500 Christmas bonus, which I thought was super generous. $1,500? That's insane. Well, all that money when you're doing a startup that's given to you by outsiders, you know, then mm. they'll never get that money back. But that's the question. Is it even appropriate to get some person within the office uh, to go around and ask each person for a, a you sum know of that money? that person is hated. Like, no, fully That hated. person is a total kiss-ass, too. 100%. Look at the like, text coming in right now already. I absolutely love it. Who's the first person here? Uh, no name, but they said, I'm a manager. I would be embarrassed if someone got me a gift. Mm. One person or collectively? Andrew says, you don't gift up, period. The person spearheading this effort is kissing ass at your expense. Exactly. This is what we just talked about. I've led many offices in my time, and the only gift I've ever accepted was a nice card on my birthday. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we all know the awkward birthday offices, like the birthdays they do in the office where everyone has to be forced, stop what they're doing. And then sing happy birthday to you. Right. Oh, it's the worst. It is. I wouldn't, really, I, I wouldn't it's, it's just like it. awkward. It's so awkward. Like, I hate, like, I hate like forced activity within like yeah. coworkers yeah. or like team bonding. It's like, why are we all in a hacky sack race? It's so, like, it's, why are we, why? I don't know. It's weird. Uh, Kim says, politely decline. You are never supposed to give a gift to a boss. 
Bosses can give gifts to employees, but it's not supposed to go the other way. Mm-hmm. All right, you got to let me in on, on on some details here because I wasn't here for last Christmas. What did you guys get? What did they give you for the company here? Um, fifty dollars to the Odyssey gift store. <laughs> no, you're dying. The, the company gift store. Yeah, which which comes with what? What do you? What I can you got purchase? a sweatshirt. You got a sweatshirt, like a crew neck? No, like a hoodie. With the company's name on it? Yeah. Oh. And then the year before, I got a Topps gift card, uh-huh. which I loved. I got to go get gas. Yeah, no, of course. Fill her up. Can't say no to gas. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I don't know what we're getting this year. I, mm. I, don't, I, I, don't I got my gift yesterday. What? So I got my gift yesterday. It came in the mail. You did? Yeah. What was it? Well, let's just say that I would have taken that $50 gift card to the company to buy something from there. I think that's super generous. <laughs> I'm going to let, let you figure it out on your own. I'm just going to wait for you to get your no, mail. I'll just wait for you to get the I'll mail. I'll probably get it in February because it goes to my parents. So uh, I find the... Looks like I'm not rushing home for it. Janine says, I usually find the person who heads an initiative like this is a snake they usually don't put any money of their own into this they're never transparent about how much money was raised or spent mm-hmm. i would politely decline screw that boss yeah the guy just came back from like england after two weeks he's yeah. going to miami in a week that's bad breezy if you and i were collectively to purchase our boss a gift for the holiday what would we get mike danger what would we get him oh yeah, you know, we would get him something real nice. Oh, real nice. Like a Bills hat or something. No, he's a Chicago Bears fan, first of all. Just goes to show you how much you know him. He doesn't like the Bills? He's a Bears fan, born and raised. Born okay, in Chicago. Chicago's not paying his bills on the fan. I'll tell you that much. Well, when you're a fan, you're a fan. You, you like what you like. I was going to say we we pitch in and get him a nice coupon book from Delta Sonic. You can get that Toyota washed. What do you yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm a go wash girl, so. I don't care where. We'll just get a, a coupon book. Okay, that's fine. But instead of getting the coupon book, let's make the coupon book. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, one free um, get out of jail free card from our meetings or, you know, one free lunch on us. Here's the verdict, you guys. Um you shouldn't have to feel forced or be put in an uncomfortable position to get your boss a gift or pitch in. Mm-hmm. You can politely decline. You, anybody who tells you otherwise is a kiss ass and a liar. So I told Crystal when she put this Facebook post out yesterday, would you mind telling us what you decide to do? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure tomorrow she's going to give us a follow up because she was supposed to go into work today and let them know. Yes, here's 30 bucks, or no, I'm not interested. But you know the person collecting the money is going to be so obnoxious about it and be like... Oh, probably. So this is from all of us? Yeah. <laughs> but Crystal. Yeah, so sorry. Thank you. Hey, it's Evans, and I'll keep you in the know on everything happening right here in Rochester. Because I actually live here, just like you. Along with tons of PXY music every afternoon, starting at 3 on 98PXY. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. 
The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.